Hello and welcome to your week ahead. You know, it's some sexy energy going on. We have Hot Witch Summer is officially here. And one of the other cosmic themes for the week is Free Britney. No, okay. But seriously, if you don't like Britney Spears, you're probably not going to like this episode. And honestly, if you don't like Britney Spears, then GTFO off this podcast. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's kick off the energy report. Hello and welcome to this is your official cosmic energy report. Consider this your astro weather, your emotional weather report for the week ahead. So you can understand like WTF is happening up there and those big gaseous, sexy body adi adi as we call the planets. And how does it affect us down here on earth? As my dad would say. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. So I'm Maddie Murphy. If you're new here, I'm your cosmic consultant, just your resident weirdo, mystical mess, cosmic big sis, who's just trying to interpret what's happening out there to empower you and to help us navigate this crazy thing called life. It's really a beautiful week headed out in the cosmos. If you're new here and you are like hanging on by a thread, go listen to some past energy reports for some context. June was nutty. You know when like you're going through something and you're just going through, you're powering through because it's life and you're resilient like that. You are a warrior, king, queen, quang. It's like, yes. And then you're like, actually look back and you're like, damn, that was intense. Like I just summoned some weird, like superhuman strength, adrenaline. Yeah, that's how I feel like everyone's looking at June. Like we knew it was kind of rough when we were in it. The astrology was intense. We had eclipses and Mercury retrogrades and Saturn square Uranus. But now everyone's like, ooh, okay. Every astrologer's like, so that was the worst Mercury retrograde we could ever possibly experience, right? In terms of intensity. So take a deep breath, everyone. I'm not the most like yogi kind of person, but I am like, you know what? Let's just take a deep inhale and exhale right here because we did it. We got through that. Pat yourself on the back. That was intense. And now we get to have our reward, as Jack Donaghy would say. We take our reward. Our reward is a juicy ass July. It is like Everyone should just make a mood board of what they think hot girl summer is, like wet hot American summer, neon, fire hydrants, body glitter, summer tunes, like what is that mood board to you? Please make the mood board, make the soundtrack. This is like main character energy times 1000 coming up, but we survived. We survived June. Let's see my little announcements before I get into this episode. And if you couldn't tell by like my very funny dorky intro, I don't mean like funny, like I'm hilarious, more like mm, that girl's funny and interesting. I am going to be talking about Brittany. If astrology isn't real, then why? And I'm going to break down a little bit of the astrology of Free Brittany and some of the announcements this week before I get into all of that. My little Virgo announcements. First of all, holy 
shit. So much fun meeting with so many of you. So many of you Cosmic Patties, just hot, gorgeous, stunning humans who have joined our Cosmic Fit Club. We had two of our new member orientation circles and I was just like, oh my God, I'm fl- I'm going to cry, but I'm also flustered because you are so amazing. The people who listen to this podcast, it's so fun to you know hear your stories, see your faces and everyone is like hilarious and like <laughs> kind of sassy and just giving me just energy, like full on, full throttle energy vibes only. They're like, everything, sacred thirst traps, owning their inner thoughts, and that's T-H-O-T-S, owning their inner weirdos, letting, as one of them said, their flag of freak fly. I am just tickled pink. So all of you listening, and so many of you told me that, yeah, this is just part of your routine now. So whether you're sipping coffee or driving to work or doing whatever you do, I'm just happy to be here with you. Yeah, it was just an amazing week. I felt like the coming out of the June astrology, ending Gemini season, strong, like living again. I lived in a music video this weekend, you guys. I literally, my sister, Jenny Murphy, I told you was getting married. We had a badgerette for her and I literally felt like I was in a music video to the point where Audrey, my business partner, like started filming us and like actually got music video footage because she's mega crazy talented like that. But we rented this house in the Hamptons and we just had this like beautiful pool, beautiful house, beautiful babes and everything was like colorful and vibrant and my cousins were there and her best friends and my Montauk girls and hometown friends and everyone was just like, you ever just like blown away by feminine energy and beauty? Everyone there was looked amazing. Everyone has like fun outfits and you hanging poolside with pool floats. It was just very Katy Perry. And in honor of my sister, we had a Divas and Icons pop star night and she's a Sagittarius son. And truly Sagittarius is pop star energy. So I don't even know if we did it on purpose to honor her in that way. But Jenny, if you're listening, it all makes sense. If astrology isn't real, then why did we plan a Sagittarius pop star party? for you. We all dressed up. She was Nicki Minaj and looking and sounding freaking amazing. Like I can't even get over it. Everyone was there. We had Debbie Harry. We had Whitney Houston. We had Gwen Stefani, Dolly Parton. Oh, it was just Stevie Nicks. I can't, uh, there were so many. Extina Aguilera. It was just amazing. I was Britney, obviously. I feel like I'm that kid who's like always the same character Monopoly. I'm like, I'm always Britney. Speaking of Sag, popster energy, Britney is Sag. Uh, Nikki is also Sag. Rita Ora, I believe is a Sag. Miley, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish. I mean, hello. So that was really fun. That wasn't really an announcement, but that was just me bugging out. It was so fun, especially after, you know, how it's been in this COVID quarantine life. You know, your girl's been in sweatpants hanging out with her dog a lot. So it was really fun to just turn it out. I recommend everyone just have some music video from the early 2000s moments this summer. Other announcements, I'm announcing the Gemini winner on Instagram. I'll announce it here if they're okay with it because I want you to know I actually do it. I had two amazing humans for Aries and Taurus season who won their one-on-one free reading with me. That could be a tarot, intuitive reading. It could be a birth chart reading. We could use it to like chat about if you have a brand or intuitive business questions. It's just an hour to chit chat and talk, shoot the shit. So if you want to be submitted in that, 
We pull a winner every month, leave a rating, just click on those stars, scroll on down on the Apple podcast app. Make sure your Instagram handle is in the rating. Also like, you know, I want to be honest, be honest, but I ask you to be kind and leave a good rating. Okay. Leave a good one. I wish I like someone just left me an awful rating. And then I was like, you're the winner of the podcast. Let's awkwardly hang out on zoom together. No, but seriously, your guys comments and your ratings have been so sweet and so divine and like so quirky and unique. I love it. No, no basic ratings here. This is like pre-announcements, but we have for July, we have retail merch coming out. We have swag, baby. We have dad hats coming out. We have our Oracle deck coming out. So stay tuned to that. And we also have our new course platform is launching. We just did our community platform portal through that, but we're also going to be having self-guided courses on everything from self-love to your birth chart, the whole webinar about all of 2021's astrology, if you're interested. So stay tuned to all that. Okay. Wow. My announcements went really long today. Okay. So as a reminder, if you're new here, we're talking about some of the themes for the week, the bigger themes, then your day-by-day emotional moon report. It's your inner weather report. And then I'm just going to break down what those big transits, what's happening in the planets, what it means for you. But first, we always we recap. We go back to go forward. And we call this segment, if astrology isn't real, then why? Okay. If astrology is not real, then why did an HBO Max intern send out a test integration email to the whole damn listserv during Mercury retrograde? So cute. My favorite thing about this though, is that there was a response. Everyone was joking like, what was this? An intern did this? Was it an intern? I actually got the email because I'm on HBO Max's email. You know, they're a partner of ours. And I saw the email and it said like test integration. And I was like, hmm, that's a weird email, but I didn't think much of it. And then people were joking on Twitter, like, oh, was it an intern? And HBO Max was like, yeah, actually it was an intern. And then everyone started submitting these amazing stories like, dear intern, this is how I botched, you know, something my first week of work, or this is a mistake I made. I thought it was really cute. It felt very Mercury retrograde, but with like a subtle Jupiter and Pisces vibe in there. Speaking of if astrology isn't real, I don't even want this to be true. Kind of along the low rise gene thing I brought up last week, I saw this article and like, I don't know if it was Refinery29 or somewhere online, some like fashion blog thing. It was talking about how the whale tail is going to return. Remember that hiking up your thong with the low rise gene? Can we just say no? Like guys, we know better now. Like that's fine. Honestly, if you want to do it, go for it. But the person had pants that had like a thong built into it. It was really weird. Very, I thought, return, very retrograde, very Jupiter and Pisces. Also, I saw as part of like Saturn Square Uranus, some really wild heat waves. Um, The hottest temperatures ever were recorded this past week in Death Valley and just systems that can't handle that. So, you know, I hope that through this year, we can just figure out how to take real action with climate change and with infrastructure and just like, hello, why are we still fighting about who won the election with there's no evidence? And meanwhile, there are loads and loads and loads of evidence about climate change. And people are like, "Mm, I don't know, this sounds, sounds kind of made up to me. So, So let's take care of Mother Earth this year, shall we? I saw that, you know what, another Saturn Square Uranus, one of you sent into my DMs and really brought up this whole critical race theory exploding, the conflict, the drama over it. 
very Saturn square on us, very old, opposing new, very divisive. In fact, my best friend works at a school and it was in the news in CNN about how these parents exploded on these kids. School board members in New York wanted to embrace diversity, but hecklers had other plans. Parents boo students of color. What the hell is this headline? I hate this so much, but they were just not even talking about critical race theory. That's what was so sad and square on us. People were talking about like diverse curriculum and critical thinking, which is ironic to have people jump to conclusions in a discussion about critical thinking. Is that ironic? Alanis Morissette, can we weigh in on that? It was just some students who wanted to bring back Persepolis. Is that how you pronounce it? That graphic novel memoir about the Iranian revolution from a young girl's perspective. It had been removed from the curriculum. People wanted to bring it back in just to diversify the books and the authors and like have more increased representation. And people were like, heckling these teenagers. Can you imagine that sadness where you're honest? It's just so, ugh, I'm over it. But that I thought was very interesting. And because I have a very personal connection to that, I wanted to bring it up. Okay. But my big thing is if astrology isn't real, then let's talk about why Free Britney is happening in just such divine astrological timing. So if you don't like Britney, like I said, this is probably the part of the podcast where you just want to cut your losses. I am going to talk about the astrology for the week. Give me six minutes here. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Brittany's, just her in general, her personal astrology, her birth chart. She is a Libra rising, Sag, Sun, Aquarius, Moon. So first off, if astrology isn't real, then why is literally her whole chart, especially her Sag, Sun, Aquarius, Moon, is about being here. Her soul's purpose is to be here for freedom and to fight for freedom and want personal freedom and being like a sovereignty, self-agency. She's mentioned that in that New York Times documentary that came out. Sagittarius and Aquarius are the two of the most like big freedom needing, freedom desiring, but like hardwired for freedom signs. And that Libra rising in her though, Libra rising is very much wants to make things harmonious, make everyone happy, be kind of neutral, very mellow, very likable. So you see where she's kind of got caught in these like two worlds and her Libra rising, obviously Libra, every Libra rising, you know what you are in astrology? The technical term is pretty bitches. My Libra risings are just so freaking pretty and adorable and like naturally pretty and just, yeah. And then her chart, I think it's really interesting. I think some people would look at Brittany and just think that, oh, she's a little ditzy or whatever, but her chart, she has a lot of depth. She has a lot of business acumen, professionalism, emotional depth, artistry. I have loved Brittany since like 2002, I guess. I always loved her music. And then I got the chance to see her live in Madison Square Garden. And I was just captivated by her and I loved her. And I actually loved how like sexual she was and how cute she was all at the same time. And her music got me really into a place of feeling like empowered and fun. And it's a whole thing. I have such a crush on Britney. I had a huge poster of her in my freshman year dorm room. And she was the background on my computer screen. My roommate was probably like, okay. I'm really interested in her part of her chart that's about you know, her home life, her IC, the bottom of her chart, her fourth house, you know, talks about your roots, your family. She has some interesting things going on there. She has Pluto there, which is a lot about control and Pluto is always about power. And she also has her Venus there is in Capricorn and so is Pluto. So Venus and Capricorn in the IC would suggest someone, Venus is how we make money, our values. Capricorn is the sign of like the father. It's a sign of the business. And in that part of her family, part of her chart, it's like, okay, this is someone 
who's probably going to make money and support her family or be in some kind of family business controlled or run by her father. And especially I say controlled because Pluto is there. So we already see some interesting things in her chart that are like, hmm, yes, that's interesting, quote unquote. And with this whole conservatorship, I want to just go back in time. I was looking through her chart. Everyone knows the story. Brittany went into uh, like a forced temporary quote unquote conservatorship in 2007. She was having a custody battle that was very public. The paparazzi was like hounding her. And of course she had a few mental health breakdowns. I'm not here to comment on her mental health in terms of like, you know, I I have no diagnosis over her. I have no opinion on the matter except for the world laughed at her and ridiculed her. And she was the butt of so many jokes and, you know, declared to be an unfit mother. But like, anyone in that position would have a breakdown. And I think anybody who was then watching that was like a teenager and then went through certain shit in life. You're like, yeah, I totally relate to that moment of beating the car with the umbrella or shaving your head. And we are not even under anywhere near the invasion of privacy uh, and so many things that Brittany was under. So looking back on that time, it was right before her Saturn return, which a lot of us know before her Saturn return, you go into your progressed lunar return, which is a really intense time. You feel like your world kind of all of your emotional crutches and your emotional support systems can be pulled out from you. And what's interesting about that is that was 2007, that's 14 years ago. So we're coming on this like 13 year Jupiter cycle. So a Jupiter return is like we're coming back into that moment, right? We're circling back into this moment where her dad became the temporary conservator of her estate. And that actually happened in 2008. That was official, which is when Pluto moved into Capricorn on her, you know, natal Pluto Capricorn part of her chart and Pluto in her fourth house. So that was a time of like, yeah, control over personal finances, again, fourth house home, but like still being forced to work. We know all of that, right? So I'm like, okay, that's this is kind of an intense astrology we see there. She has a lot going on in terms of Pluto and her dad and money and home private life and also directly across the we know the fourth house supports and holds up the public image in the 10th house. So all of these things are brewing. 2007, 2008. Now we flash forward. It's been 13 years. It's a Jupiter cycle. And Brittany literally comes forward this year and says, I have had enough. You know, two years ago, she tried to go to court and she said, nothing I said was hurt on any level. But that's because this is the year where there's a lot happening. Saturn moves in seven-year phases, seven-year transits. So Saturn is going to be making a direct opposition from the point of her original conservatorship and we're in this Jupiter cycle. All this means is we're at a come to Jesus moment with this. It's getting real for Brittany. And I'm just telling you this all because this is the year that Brittany starts to get free. And I am so hyped for her. It kind of kicked off in Aquarius season. She's an Aquarius moon. Her Aquarius moon is in the fifth house, which means her moon is directly tied to needing to be free and need to have creative freedom over her life and to be playful and also to like have babies. Moon in the fifth house wants to have children and the most horrific, horrific news. We saw so many bombs being released and we knew this was going to happen because her court date was the day Mercury went direct after this eclipse portal. And as a Sagittarius, this eclipse portal was in Gemini Sag, bringing up all these secrets, dredging things up, bringing things up to life, karmic changes, paradigm shifts, Mercury goes direct, and she goes out there and says some 
shit. Brittany was like, you can read the transcripts, you can read the news stories. But she's like, hey, so I've been held against my will. This is bullshit. This is illegal. I've been forced to work on stage, perform with 104 degree fever. This is the most appalling part. I've been forced to wear an IUD so I can't get pregnant. I can't get pregnant. I have no autonomy of my own body. This is like blows my mind. And She's like, I just want to drive around in my car with my boyfriend. Like, I can't do any of this. And not only does she say all of this, she says, I want to be able to sue my family. Again, back to that Pluto, back to that Venus money in her fourth house family. She is like, enough is enough. So all this kicked off in Aquarius season, that Aquarius moon, it was a week before the hurt, the new moon transited her natal moon. And if you remember in February, we had like a million planets in Aquarius. And then Venus went directly conjunct her moon. Documentary came out, New York Times, put shined a light on her emotional well-being, her moon, her Venus. Venus, you know, shone a light on her moon. So it's like spotlight, public, everyone's paying attention. Then this happens, Mercury goes direct, bada bing, bada boom. After this eclipse portal, huge. Like this whole astrology of this moment is like groundbreaking news. Every household will know because it's not just, it is about Brittany, but it's about so much more than that. I mean, anyone who watched the documentary, it's a whole commentary on how our society treats women, especially like in the early 2000s, especially, I don't say like young women, but women that they think that are property or that are just there to entertain or to be like a sex symbol, but not for themselves, but for other people. Because once they own their sexuality, they become a threat. It's also the intersection of not only villainizing women or trying to control them, also, you know, how we treat people and the subject of mental health. Oh my God. Like the whole Britney story. When you look back at the documentary, you're like, that is so fucked up that anyone made fun of her. And also, of course, the intersection of reproductive health and reproductive rights and taking away a woman's right to have ownership over her body. It's just, it is about Brittany, but you see, it's so much bigger than that. That's why I'm spending so much time talking about it, guys. I swear I have a purpose behind this, but I just want everyone to know, you heard it here first, predictions, this Capricorn moon that we just had hit her chart in a powerful ass way. It went Capricorn moon. We said Capricorn. She had Pluto, Capricorn, Venus, and Capricorn. The moon, full moon, completion, shining a light, illuminating, closure, to all of these issues that started in 2008 when Pluto went into Capricorn. Now, she might not be completely free of this whole legal mess until 2024, but still, it starts now. I guarantee you, this whole trial, she had Jupiter is trying her natal Jupiter almost exact, which is a very blessed placement. We see there's just so many things. I, 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 I'll, I'll leave it at there. My Virgo just wants to go into the details. If you ever want to have a full hour long Britney episode, you talk to me, slide into my DMs. And this is why I love studying astrology. I love understanding the stories and the cycles and the patterns. But also when you see a big archetype, a person, you know, celebrities are just our modern archetypes. So we get to learn about our cultural growth our collective societal growth through watching one person. We get to learn. It's like how the old days, they told stories about gods and goddesses or certain mythology. A lot of pop stars carry our collective mythology, our collective storytelling. So thinking about where you were in 2007, 2008, and how much has changed in your life, around you, in our society. Damn, Daniel. Shout out to that throwback. I'm letting that go. I'm going to go over today. Thank you to Alicia and Jessica, my podcast manager and editor in advance. 
I'm going over the 30 minute mark, but I'm going to keep the rest of it quick because to be honest, the astrology for the rest of the week is a little bit more, it's a little more straightforward. It's fun. It's juicy, but it's not like I have to warn you about the sky will be falling down and we need to mentally prepare. Cosmic Rx is to look hot and get laid this week, but truly, okay, before I get into that, we're going to do the emotional moon report. We're going to talk about the themes this week. It literally is like a week to just get some, but your emotional moon report. Let me just start with that quickly. This is your inner world. For a reminder, if you're new here, the moon is how we are processing the outside world and how we can take care of and nourish and nurture our inner world. And when you know this, it's like we can't control what happens around us, but what we can do is like control our experience by understanding the moon. So we have Friday, the moon is in Capricorn, the day this podcast comes out. Coming off of that full moon energy, this moon in Capricorn, a very powerful, very positive, very blessed full moon. It's a moon to make shit manifest, to take ideas, do something real with them. So take an action step. Notice where you're being called to do something on that Friday to ground yourself, to ground something that you had a vision of. It's coming out in the world, okay? In a big way. Saturday and Sunday, we have Aquarius moon days. Shout out to Britney Spears and my other Aquarius moons. These are a great day, especially on a weekend. Moon and Aquarius, I would say like let yourself like have space with your thoughts. Aquarius moons do really well when they have time to themselves to process things, but then like an equal time of also hanging out and processing with other people. I hope that makes sense. So Aquarius moon, like I literally want you to split your schedule in half this weekend of like quiet, inner, introverted, like analytical time. And then some time with friends. Aquarius rules our communities, our groups. So Maybe like Saturday is friend day, Sunday is your day, but think about it like that for the weekend. And then we have, as we move into Monday and Tuesday, the moon is in Pisces. That is my moon. Monday and Tuesday, moon and Pisces days are very dreamy, very creative. You might feel just quite literally like sleepy. Pay attention to intuitive hits you get those days, like moon and Pisces days, signs, symbols, synchronicities everywhere definitely pay attention to your dreams those days for sure, for sure. Do if you have like any kind of water rituals you do, great day to do it. Then we have Wednesday and Thursday, ending out the week with moon in Aries. This is pure fire energy. So moon in Aries, especially with what's happening in the rest of the planets, you might feel hot, horny, and like ready to go. Moon in Aries, you might feel like you want to flirt as like a competitive sport. You might just be like, yup, I am that bitch. So own that energy. Watch out for short temper, short fuses, losing your cool. You know, it's like we want to be a hot girl summer, not hot headed summer. So just do whatever you have to do to blow off some steam, but then enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Also, moon and Aries days are good too. If you're getting frustrated, take some time alone. Aries is a very independent sign. Just wants to do things on its own. So just if you're like a team project at work, be like, guys, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm having some solo time. (laughs) Um, Okay. So anyway, that's your emotional moon report. Let's get into what's going on in the planet this week. It is sexiness this summer. This is this week. This is the week where I'm like, everyone get laid because I've been talking about for a while that the astrology of the summer is like really fun music festival vibe, so on and so forth. And you might've experienced this June and be like, Maddie, what fresh hell music festival was this? Like, you're like, am I stuck in purgatory of just like the porta potties in this music festival? Or is this that weird? uh, Did you guys see in the news that redneck like music festival? That's what they call it. I didn't call it that, but and like, I don't know what people have got like a ta- 
talked at it and I don't know, it was kind of weird, but like, you're like, is this the music festival you were talking about? And I'm like, no, no, no. But yeah, we, we had to get our tickets. We had to park our car. We had to do some annoying, you know, pay for overpriced, I don't know what, ponchos from the rain or something. And yeah, go to the port bodies But now we're in, we're inside the music festival starting this week. We have Venus is joining Mars in Leo, which is like the hot girl of all hot girl signs, you know, Leo energy. That is J-Lo energy. This is like, let's get loud. This is like, I am wearing a Versace dress cut down to my belly button and I'm wearing neon long fingernails and I am just living my best damn life and my truth. And Venus, Mars and Leo together is like, we're just magnetic and we feel just sexy and the Jupiter and Pisces vibes. We just want to be experiencing life to the fullest and everything's going to feel like technicolor and vibrant and fun. And like that main character energy, it's a really creative time. So if you're someone who is in an artistic field or wants to launch something creative from the heart or wants to tap into creativity as a way of healing your inner child. Also like sex is a, is a creative act, like hello, sexual energy, creative energy. It's all sacral chakra energy. These are all really supported things to tap into for the summer, especially all of July. Okay. Juicy July. It's here. Before we get into the Venus in Leo, one thing I want to give a heads up on, June 25th, Neptune goes retrograde. Neptune is an outer planet, one of those big old planets, doesn't really affect us that much in the day-to-day, but Neptune is the planet of fantasy, spirituality, illusion, consciousness. It's like the psyche, the psychic and dreamiest planet in the solar system. It's like very, it's like the Hogwarts planet. It's the trippy David Bowie planet. It's just the planet that's like, yeah, like, wow, you're on some next level magic and mysticism. So when that goes backwards, I just want us to think about if Neptune, when it's forward, quote unquote, or direct, it's like, plugging us into creativity and the dream world, but also some illusions. When it starts to station retrograde, we might get a little bit of a cosmic reality check, like a fog is lifted. But I like this because in order to have a hot girl summer, hot witch summer, we want to have discernment. Neptune and like sex is kind of a weird thing to combine because you're not like thinking clearly. So I actually am happy that this is happening in divine cosmic order timing because it's like, yes, sex positive, have sex with as many people as you want, do whatever you want, but like be safe, use protection, have discernment, use consent, try not to make too many decisions under the influence of too many things. So Neptune going retrograde for the summer makes me feel happy. Also, it might be like anything, any illusions you've put up, any ways you've been lying to yourself or maybe it's a little harsh, any ways you've been self-deluding, you might have a little like, oh, okay, oh yeah, a little reality check. So just pay attention to that. Again, it's an outer planet, so don't get too worried up about it. It's not that stressful. Neptune, yeah, uh, last thing I'll say is just maybe redraw some boundaries, Okay. Notice also we are seeing the true side of something or someone and just pay attention to that. We're having compassion for ourselves. So always Neptune retrograde is a great time to like rededicate yourself to a spiritual practice. So that's your Neptune retrograde. And then let's talk about Venus entering Leo. So Leo's, famous Leo's, Whitney Houston, Leo of all Leo's, commands a stage. Leo is ruled by the sun. 
Leo is the regal, royal, radiant sign of the zodiac, you know, the lion, lioness. Leo lives from the heart. And so Mars is there, which is the god of war planet. Mars is how we direct our energy, how we take action, how we go after like what we desire. And then Venus is like how we attract what we desire. Venus is how we're magnetic. Venus is like, we're the flower. You know, Mars is like being the bee, but like Venus is this energy of like, mm-hmm, we bring things to us through beauty, but through alignment. Venus is like when things are aligned and you're aligned with your values and your sense of self-worth, you can just attract things to you, okay? So having Venus and Mars in the same sign is really powerful in general, but especially like in Leo in the summer, also with Jupiter and Pisces, it's fun. It's passionate. This is playful. This is sizzle, sizzle energy. Leo is a very extroverted sign, a very dramatic, very expressive sign. So this double dose of stardust in Leo is like, take the center stage, like no playing small this summer, no being a wallflower, no blending in. You're not a one of many backup dancers. You are the main fucking act. Okay. So we're going to act like it, act like, you know, for all of July. And it's been a hard, like there's been a hard year. It hasn't been like 2020 level, like show stopping headlines, but 2021, like we're cleaning up the rubble of 2020 and like figuring out our lives and who we are and readjusting to this whole new world we live in. July is like our gift. It's like find pleasure in everything you do. I want you to make your life performance art this July, okay? Venus and Leo asks us to. I think that all of us, if we turn up that warmth, turn up that playfulness, we're also turning up our radiance and our magnetism and things are just gonna be attracted to you this July that I think are gonna help set you up for the rest of the year. Also, maybe some sneak peek things for 2022, because that's when Jupiter moves into Pisces and stays there for the year. So I just want you to rock some of that like celestial swagger. Leo is a very confident sign. Leo rules from the heart. So live by your heart. If your heart wants to do something, do it. Do it from the heart. All right. We all know when people are living in their passion, we can't take our eyes off of them because they're living from the heart. The heart is pure magnetic energy. They say that we have an electromagnetic field around us, our thoughts, our electricity, our heart is like the magnet. So like living from the heart makes us magnetic. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Leo's a fire sign. So love all of our relationships. You get a little steamy boost, which is fun because whether you're in a long-term partnership, it might've been like, okay, this is day 995 of just like watching Netflix and sitting around in these tie-dye sweats that were cute in like April, 2020, but they're getting a little ragged now. That's like, what is that just me? Uh, just me? <laughs> long-term couples, or maybe you're single and you're like, I don't know how to meet someone in COVID. It's really weird. I've been on a Zoom happy hour, but I need to have like real human analog sex. This is the time. Everyone's going to get a boost. Okay. So we want to feel, let ourselves feel hot, let ourselves feel confident, let the sparks fly and don't hide yourself. Don't fake anything. Definitely don't fake orgasms. If I find you faking orgasms, I'm going to come find you and I'm gonna, just going to give you a talk and some love about like, don't, don't do that. Okay. So Leo energy, Leo is ruled by the heart and spine. Leo stands tall in their truth. No faking it. No hiding yourself. Don't play coy. Put yourself out there live big, live out loud. It's right there. JLo told us, let's get loud. 
I just, that's my, that's my request for you. We're starting it this week. We're going through all of July, letting yourself be a fool for love. Let yourself be a fool for art. Leo's like our inner child play and just don't take yourself so seriously. Okay. Be open to it all. Be open to silly flirtations and belly laughs and summer love and driving around with the windows down the music up and like just take it all in multi-sensory experience summer all right and i think also we're gonna get some really fire even more fire new music this summer jupiter and pisces venus mars and leo this is it this is like cultural landmark milestone moments in music and entertainment about to happen um, i'll say the only shadow energy i should actually bring that up before i sign off shadow energy venus and mars you might be feeling like yes go full-on glamour mode i should say venus is our beauty rituals in leo maybe do something to your hair to your mane dye it chop it curl it perm it have that flamboyance it's very 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 it's a flamboyant energy but i want to say that do that with your personal beauty do that with your sense of style and your sense of self but i want you to avoid like personal drama and melodrama okay notice where you're just Sometimes when we want drama, we want attention and there's nothing wrong with attention, but it's just knowing the difference and just being like, no, I want someone to pay attention to me and to see me and how to ask for that and how to advocate for that. Not just being like dramatic or pouty or melodramatic. And of course, with the cancer season, we have to watch out for being passive aggressive anyway. So it's a double, a double warning. And don't let your pride get the best of you. The downside of the, you know, double Leo energy is there can be some arrogance there. Leo wants to be in charge. Hello, king, queen of the jungle energy. So just make sure that you're like staying humble or making sure that if you have a friend that you want to reach out to, but you're feeling prideful about the way things were left off, but you really want to see them again from the heart, go for it. Do it. If you want to ask that person out, but you feel like they should ask you out first and you want to do it, do it. Just don't let your pride get in the way of your passion and your playfulness. All right. You deserve it. Okay. That was it apologies for going over, but I will never apologize for talking about Brittany. So I'm negating my own apology. Send me please any sacred thrift traps. This Leo season, we're doing a full sacred thrift trap campaign. But if you want to get a head start, you want to get a leg up, you want to start practicing the sexy ass selfies as a radical act of selfie love, please tag me in them at I am Maddie Murphy at the Cosmic Rx or just come slide in my DMs. Tell me you're wild. If astrology isn't real, then why stories or just come say hi and I will see you next week. You hot, beautiful biatch. Bye. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.